Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are here to talk about Love Ever After, some February movies. Very exciting. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Anna's here. Hey, y'all. And Dory's here. Hi, everyone. Yes. Uh, thanks so much for both of you coming on. And this is going to be a lot of fun talking about some some Valentine's and February movies. I'm excited. Yeah. Me too. And we are not going to cover the, uh, what did they end up calling it? The time loop movie? Valentine's the, again. Yeah. Uh, we already have technically already covered that on our podcast when it aired on Hallmark Movies Now in 2018. Um, so we can put that in there. Uh, and I, I just, I didn't rewatch it and I don't know. We just didn't, we did not cover it. So that's the only thing we'll be, I guess, technically missing, but, uh, we're going to cover the four movies, uh, for love ever after. And, uh, and then also we're going to talk about fit for prints. Cause that's just one of those sort of hanging in the middle well, <laughs> some of us are going to talk about Fit for a Prince. Yes, guess Rachel who, and I. <laughs> guess who did not watch it? Yeah, I wonder who. Now, now, last year, Love Ever After, the February movies were not my favorite. And I, there was only one that I enjoyed which was the love and store which ended up being my favorite non-christmas from 2020 mm-hmm. uh, but the others weren't for me i didn't enjoy them so i just as a whole i think i enjoyed this year better than last year because yeah, i agree yeah i mean i'd have a to lot agree of, to that too yeah. yeah the other two from last year were very planning parties movies and that's just not for me yeah (laughs) Uh, so uh yeah so well let's just dive in it's uh it's going to be interesting to see kind of the new flavor that we are getting this year compared to last year uh and we're getting more diversity we're getting a little more representation uh, I don't know. You seen Dory? You seen any other kind of differences in the movie so far this year, twenty twenty one? Um, I am. I feel like they just have a very different vibe, mm-hmm. which I think I'll get into more specifically when we talk about some of these movies. Um, particularly with how the movies are ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some very positive thoughts about a couple of the endings to these movies that I really, really loved and appreciated Mm. um so it just feels like they're taking more chances but like as much more chances as hallmark is willing to take it's not like a completely different we're not watching totally different movies than we've ever seen before like it hasn't turned into lifetime or something like that (laughs) not yet (laughs) it won't i'm kidding it won't (laughs) all right so let's talk about beverly hills wedding so this this movie it stars brooke diorsay brendan penny and matthew mccall Directed by Paul Ziller. It was written by Joao Bokin, but I think it went through a lot of different hands uh, that when I when we're talking to her 
uh, got that impression, but the initial story was from her. Uh, the summary was a meddling woman wins her sister and all paid for Beverly Hills wedding, but is disappointed to learn her ex will be invited along to help plan. So, <laughs> uh, yes. So this movie, it stars, like we said, Brooke D'Orsay, Brendan Penny, and we were pretty skeptical of it going in to the with our preview show uh <laughs> but uh yeah i i was worried because the wedding planning movies tend to not be my favorite and this whole idea of sort of the the wedding planner and everything like that i was concerned and my concerns were met this one was not my favorite i didn't really do it very much uh and what about you overall what do you think of this one Overall, I just, I didn't enjoy it either. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be, like you said. And I was like, okay, here we go. They're complaining, arguing, fighting Mm -hmm. over all these choices when you're planning a wedding and they're getting upset with each other about it. And I'm just like, this is just not, this is depressing. Like This isn't (laughs) like entertaining. It's not, it's just depressing. Like you're marrying somebody, be glad you found somebody compromise, make choices and just be happy. Like don't, you know, get lost in all these little, you know, details and get upset. So it's just, it was frustrating to me. (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree. What about you, Dory? What'd you think overall? (sighs) Well, (laughs) I had really low expectations going in and somehow it was worse than <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what Yikes. I thought it would be. I just love Brooke Diorsay so much. And to make her unlikable is a feat. Like, yeah. there have been movies of hers that I have liked less than others, but I've never not liked her. Right. And... I did not enjoy that character. I thought she was so selfish. I thought she was so rude. I thought she was so self-involved and uncaring. And it, like, I agree with Anne. Like, it was kind of depressing. I was like, this is supposed to be a joyous occasion, a wedding. And, like, everyone was upset. Everyone was sad, especially the groom. And I was like, I can't deal with this so it's so weird because yeah she wins the wedding for her sister and she then proceeds to completely ignore her sister it was it would almost have been she should have just said i just want you to plan a party for me i won the uh, won the the prize so plan me a party and make it the way i want it <laughs> not even have a have a uh, have plan my birthday party or something like that like that would have been made more sense than like dragging her sister into all this because every single idea that her sister had was was wrong and not good enough and yeah. uh, and and she would she would like literally be scolding her sister like <laughs> they the that she wanted beer at the wedding that they wanted to they didn't want to dance the waltz that they uh <laughs> they, they wanted to have daisies that yeah everything you know, wasn't all... classy enough i was like geez yeah. you're insulting my taste or her taste <laughs> yeah. like uh, i if you think about a show like david tutera you know in the, the my fair wedding or whatever like he goes out of his way to make the most crazy concepts come to to be for his 
his bride you know like if they want a texas wedding he's gonna make it texas for him he's gonna you know and then he still will make it classy but he that the whole thing is to make them happy and to uh (laughs) like he's done he did you know halloween weddings he did i mean just everything you could want and and so i i would think that the uh the wedding planner would have kind of realized that and it doesn't make him look good if the bride and groom hate the wedding yeah and i mean he was annoying too like he, he was. was he was fighting his own <laughs> demons yeah and letting them get in the way of the wedding and like he was really rude and unhappy as well and i expected that character to be tons of fun like that yeah. was the one thing i was like okay i think that the planner like rachel i feel like you and i talked about this and you said and i agreed like I think the planner is what is who could make this movie fun. And I mean, boy, were we wrong. (laughs) Yeah. And like, in what world is like fancy jam, like a new concept? Like, Oh, I can't like really. He gave you jam. (laughs) I'm offended. How dare you give me a jar of homemade jam? Come on. I've been watching barefoot Contessa for a long time. She eats jam. (laughs) Everybody does. Martha Stewart eats jam. I mean, this is not a new concept. Like rich people, like, what is this? Like he's putting on the bread. Like this is actually really good. Yeah, it made me laugh, and and this is also another uh, another addition in our long line of Hallmark photographers. Mm, yeah, you know, and she does the the she the way that she uh, kind of staged the proposal and everything like that, and and uh, made everything kind of perfect. But it was funny because uh, when Alonzo Giraldi, our friend, was live tweeting, he he screenshot a picture of her taking a picture and her fingers right in the front of the lens. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was funny. She's like, this is going to be a great picture. <laughs> Gosh. Uh... And the thing about it is too, is that, so the, the ending wasn't even a satisfying ending because, mm-hmm. so he comes to the, the wedding planner comes to the town and says, Oh, we're going to do the small town wedding that you want. But but they still didn't get the wedding that they wanted. They're still, they were still champagne. There was still, it was almost like the way that the wedding was, it was almost as if the bride and groom had had different ideas and then they needed to compromise the two, but that wasn't the case. The bride and groom had the same idea and it was the wedding planner and the sister that had the Mm -hmm. other idea. Mm -hmm. So then this compromise wedding didn't make sense because why should they have to compromise anything? They should just get what they want. They shouldn't only have like 80% of the wedding they want. They should have a hundred percent of the wedding that they want. Uh, they shouldn't have to have the, uh, the, the Daisy background. They like we're the, the Daisy roses background thing. They should just have what they wanted. They shouldn't have, uh, they shouldn't have champagne. If they don't like champagne, they should have beer at their wedding. Like who cares? Like that's crazy to me. And, and they were still in the tuxes. It was just, weird to me like that wasn't very a very happy ending for a hallmark movie i felt yeah i i feel the same way like it all none of it felt (laughs) none of it felt good like i didn't feel happy at the end i was just like ugh, man it's finally over yeah Yeah, thank you it's finally (laughs) over and i was just and even we i mean i think it says a lot that we haven't even 
talked about the main romance yeah. because it yeah. like it wasn't great. It did no. <laughs> it did not give me all the feels. No. I mean, I love Brendan Penny, but I I his character was like nothing <laughs> in this movie, like nothing. He just They was had there. no chemistry. They had no. no chemistry. It wasn't even like an enemy to lovers type chemistry. It wasn't they just I don't know. It just was nothing. I agree. Yeah, that's why I had run down. No chemistry at all. <laughs> Yikes. No chemistry, and she's a terrible photographer. <laughs> Man, this one was a doozy. Yeah. It was not a good start. It no. really is not. No. It was bad. It made me scared for, like, okay, what's going to, what does is, what is Love Ever After hold for us? Because this is not good. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I I guess I'll give this, um, I don't know. One crown. Uh, what about you, Dory? Man, I feel like one (laughs) is generous. Um, (laughs) I would give, I guess, half a crown. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It looked nice. I guess it was well filmed. That's about all I have for it. Uh, and what about you? Um, you know what? I was trying to be nice, but it really only deserves one. (laughs) (laughs) I have something else written down here, but I can't even say that straight face. So (laughs) I'm sorry. This movie literally depressed me, so it doesn't deserve higher than that. (laughs) So let's move on we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast from amazon best-selling author esther hatch comes a fresh and fun victorian era rom-com manor for sale baron included lord farnsworth would rather rot in debtor's prison than sell the one place that feels like home to him his mother's manor that is until he meets the charming woman who wants to buy it suddenly his plans become clear sell her the home and then woo her to the altar what could possibly go wrong? If you enjoy your historical romance, sweet and clean with a large dose of humor, Hatch weaves the perfect story for you. See why readers are saying, quote, from the first page, this book had me grinning from ear to ear. Esther's beautiful writing style and lovable characters make you fall in love instantly and invest yourself in the story until the very end. Man for Sale, Baron Included is available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle also available in Kindle Unlimited. So check out the new novel, Matter for Sale, Baron Included. And we had an episode of our podcast with Esther where we dove more into the book. So you should definitely check that out as well. Really fun, dishy read. So we have Playing Cupid. (laughs) And this stars Lara Vandervoort and Nicholas Gonzalez. And directed by David Weaver and written by Nina Wyman based on a novel. And it is a modern day Emma finds David Martinez being secretly set up with his daughter's teacher when the young girl begins a matchmaking business for a school project. So I'm just going to start out this this discussion by saying this is not like Emma <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, I literally... I feel like we've had this conversation every time they try and do some Jane Austen retelling. It's not, this is so not Emma. 
No, just because there's some kind of overall matchmaking going on, that doesn't make it Emma. Emma is particularly your lead heroine, sets, uh, gets involved with her friend who she thinks isn't with the right person, tries to set her up with another person. That person ends up being in love with her. And, and so she gets, things get all messy, right? And, and, and it turns out that her BFF is the one that she's in love with all along, but she doesn't realize it until the very end. And that's Emma. There was none of those elements in this movie at all. There's no Mr. No. Knightley. There's no Harriet. There's no nothing. nothing. So I haven't seen Emma. So you're saying that they basically tried to sell alone on the matchmaking that it's Emma, like matchmaking equals Emma. That's like the only thing. Correct. Oh, <laughs> Correct. Yeah. yeah so Emma, bad. have you seen Clueless? Yes. Okay, so Emma is clueless. That's a correct okay. adaptation, modern day adaptation, where in Emma, you know, she's trying to, to I mean, in clueless, she's trying to make tie up for her friend who ends up actually being in love with her. And then uh, she's not interested in that. It turns out her BFF, who, you know, Josh is the one she's actually in love with. That's Emma. <laughs> Okay, I <laughs> that's Emma. This is not Emma at all, and so let's just get that way out of the way up front because that's ridiculous and it drives me crazy. <laughs> like, they always do that with uh, with Hallmark movies, and just once I'd I'd really like them to actually make a real Jane Austen movie. Agree. I they agree. definitely should be a consultant if they do that. Please, you can tell me, them. Me. <laughs> this is how you do it right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want a good example, there was actually one. I think it was not last year, the year before, called Pride Prejudice Atlanta that was on Lifetime, and it was very charming. It it uh, it had the dad from Family Matters in it, and uh, it updated it updated Pride and Prejudice. Pretty much all the beats were right. They got all the characters right. And they did a very good job. So, <laughs> so it is possible. It is possible. <laughs> it is very possible. So that, so other than that, I have to say, I actually really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> I, I was able to get beyond it. I even reviewed it over on my, uh, on my channel for family movie night. I thought it was very sweet. And I liked Lara Vandervoort and Nicholas, uh, and Nicholas Gonzalez quite a bit. And the whole idea of her being a teacher and trying to make it and kind of this new moving to Seattle and trying to feel at home and should she move back? And, and I thought it had a lot of sweet moments, like when they're singing in the, uh, in the uh, restaurant and when they're dancing and uh, the little girl was, I thought really cute. So overall I enjoyed it. Uh, what, what do you think Dory overall? I liked it too. I thought it was really cute. I loved the daughter and I loved that she did a matchmaking business for her mm -hmm. project. I thought that was so cute. I thought they had good chemistry. Um, I liked um, that we got some Mexican culture involved. I thought that was a cool um, take. And I mean, like you, all Emma complaints aside, I thought this was really cute and I thought it was a nice bounce back from Beverly Hills <laughs> wedding. Yeah. Um, it was this, this felt like a treat and I definitely didn't 
leave it feeling depressed <laughs> like we did for Beverly Hills Wedding. It was cute. Yeah. Would you agree, Anne? Yeah, I really love this movie. Um, so this is like one of those movies where it's like from the description and the people cast in it, it's like destined for me to like it. But as we all know, that that doesn't mean it's actually going to be destiny that you actually love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm happy to say that it was destined for me to love it. And I loved it. So I just, I mean, like you guys said, I love the chemistry. I love, I love Nicholas and Laura. I've always wanted them to be part of this family. And so seeing them together in this movie was just magical to me because I just love them both. He lot. was new to me. I, I've never seen him in anything. What, what yeah, is he on? Very good. Um, he, he's on the good doctor most recently, but oh, okay. um, back in the day he was um, on the OC and he um, did a few other things too, but that was what I remembered him from a long time ago, but I watched mm-hmm. the good doctor for, so I've seen him um, recently too. And, um, I just, I love both of them. I love the diversity. Um, a lot of times the movies with a very kid centric storyline, I don't really like mm-hmm. throw tomatoes at me. <laughs> I don't, I don't have children. I just, I don't know. I guess I don't uh-huh. relate, but it can be harder for me to like those. And so this one, I guess they did it really well. Cause I really liked her. I thought she did a great job. I liked how her story is in, you know, how it was all interconnected. Um, so I just thought it was a really cute, sweet movie. And um, I also really love that baking, that sexy baking scene. That was really, yes. that was really good. You know, I love that. <laughs> I love that. So. This that one was, really was a good, good one. This it was so good. a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it was very cozy. And uh, yeah, the, like I said, the, the scene where they're where they're singing yes. they're lip syncing that was very fun. Love that too. And uh, it kind of reminded me of um, we had just uh done uh stepmom where they also they also lip sync to ain't no mountain high enough uh in that movie we just reviewed that for on friendship um so i don't know it was it was pretty fun and they also have a pretty early kiss in this movie which was nice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh there's also like the little kind of side relationship between uh the little girl and her crush which was cute i thought uh sweet you know like a sweet little yeah <laughs> middle little, school little, relationship yeah. i know they were so cute <laughs> yeah and he's also divorced and are going through a divorce and sort of the how they handled that was they you know they didn't make him a widower as much as we love hot widowers <laughs> and they also the brought the mom into it which i appreciated because yeah like i was getting kind of nervous because i don't like when i don't always like when the ex or the mother is a real pain and yeah. that's how it started right like they were having these phone calls and you know you can just you could tell it felt contentious Mm-hmm. And then in the yeah. end, the mom gets there and she's like supportive of him having a relationship and really was just probably stressed out because she wasn't near her daughter. And she's like, I'm moving back and I'm really proud of my kid. Like, I like how they wrapped that up because the perception from the beginning was like, oh, man, this woman is a pain. She's going to come back. She's going <laughs> to she's yeah. going to try and get the dad back. Like, what are we going to do? But I love how they wrapped that up. And she was just like <laughs> super nice and supportive and was like, yeah. 
Yeah, and I thought the the conflict of her is she going to move back home was pretty believable because yeah. she hadn't she'd only been there uh, you know less than a year. She yeah. moved there for her boyfriend and then he ended up dumping her and and so I I was it was pretty believable because sometimes those kinds of things are so yeah ridiculous Not you don't believable. believe it for a second yeah. that they're really gonna move or they're gonna you know do whatever and so but i thought it was believable for her character that she would be you know kind of debating this and and uh so yeah and then you know all the cooking scenes like you said that the swoon worthy scene uh, where they're <laughs> where they're they're baking and uh, they're making the abuela sangrias <laughs> that was oh of, yeah yeah <laughs> uh, and so yeah overall i i was really charmed by this movie i would give it four crowns out of five what about you dory i would give it three and a half what about you ann i would say 4.5 all right okay so then we have mixed up mix up in the mediterranean and this uh, stars Jessica Loundis and Jeremy Jordan and director Jonathan Wright and writers Julie Kim and Karine Marwood, who Dory and I were really privileged to get to interview them. So that was really fun. Yeah, they were and, great. Mm-hmm. And a small town cook impersonates his estranged big city chef twin to compete in a culinary contest in Malta and falls for the woman in charge of the event who thinks he is gay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so this one, this one to me, it really captured the feel of the sort of screwball comedy uh, from the like 1940s, 1950s, that kind of a, where everyone's lying and there's all kind of misconceptions and deceptions and, and it gets kind of ridiculous, but it's, it's really fun uh along the way and uh, if people have seen someone like christmas of connecticut where she's lying the whole time about who she is for the soldier and and uh, that kind of madcap uh mistaken identity kind of movie is really fun and it's something that you don't see that much so i for a long time we've talked about it on the podcast that we wish that hallmark would embrace that a little bit more because i think it is kind of a a a niche type of movie that's just not being made by anybody right now so Mm -hmm. uh and they and they had a couple more silly movies in december uh for the countdown to christmas one of them i didn't love so much one of them i thought was really funny uh the one i really liked was the cross-country christmas Mm -hmm. yeah that one i thought worked really well um, but uh, but I'm glad to see them kind of taking those risks, even if even if they don't always pay off. I think it's it's good that they're kind of dipping their toes in that in that uh, a little more comedic uh, films a couple times a year. I think is a good thing. Um, so overall, I really enjoyed this. I thought this was funny. I, I it was nutty. It was weird, but I enjoyed it. Uh, what about you, Dory? I thought it was super fun. Like I was really delighted. Um I love Jeremy Jordan. I just think he's the best and he was so funny as both <laughs> brothers. <laughs> um and I don't think I've ever liked Jessica, how do you say her last name? 
I think Lounds. it's Loundus. Loundus. I've never liked her better than I did in this movie. Like the, she just felt really kind of like fresh and light and joyful. And um, you know, I've never I've never liked her more than in this performance. I thought and I thought that they had great chemistry. I thought they were super cute together. Yeah. Um, my only complaint is why film it in Malta if we're not going to see much Malta? Oh my gosh, thank you. I thought I was the only person that thought that. I was <laughs> you like, know? do we see it one spot? We saw her by the fountain, everything at the place. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and I was sitting there like, because they have these great wide shots of like a city in the distance. And I was like, but I want to go there. Yeah. I want to go to that city and like see what's going on instead of just sitting in a hotel. That was really my one gripe about the movie because and it's called mix up in the mediterranean like i want to see yeah. some mediterranean they didn't even like go to the beach like That's what are what we I was doing gonna say. Yeah. yeah there weren't even like scenes of them sort of walking along the beach very much yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think it's it's a little bit tricky when you have this dynamic of she thinks that he's married and gay um yeah. <laughs> but they're allowing this kind of relationship to sort of grow and so that's a little awkward but it was fine uh you know like i i was willing to i was willing to accept it uh but <laughs> it's kind of a tough premise to pull off i think a little bit sometimes they did. Uh, I did enjoy that they kept getting closer and closer like physically like it starts out they're just kind of you can tell they just like each other you know like yeah. just generally they have a good vibe and then they hug every time they leave each other and then she gets excited and she hugs him and she kisses him on the cheek and I'm like all yeah. right well this is progressing even though you <laughs> you know that he is a happily married gay gentleman um but I I liked that though it's like it's like they just couldn't resist they were feeling each other and they just couldn't resist at the very least, I, I would think it would be very confusing for her. I if if that was happening to me, I would be very Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> What's happening? I know. She was going into yeah. her hotel room at night, like, were we flirting? He's gay though. <laughs> yeah. Do I like him? He's married though. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> uh-huh. But I, I, I forget their names. I just called the one is diner chef and one is fancy chef. So diner chef, I, I think that, uh, that Jeremy did him very charming and he's obviously kind of the, the true lead character, but I think fancy chef brother, he was sometimes a little bit of a jerk and I'm like, this guy's doing you a major favor. Like mm-hmm. maybe be a little more grateful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, he was very insecure about, uh, about the, you know, the food that he's making and everything like that. But it's not like he's just completely untrained. Like he's a chef. Like, I don't know that I think they were, they were very careful, but I think it helped a lot that Henry, I think was the name of the husband that he was kind of cool and supportive and nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, it made it kind of made you like, fancy chef better uh because henry was so nice (laughs) 
And sure. you I definitely mean, balanced out that relationship. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was quite the setup. I mean, the idea that they have these, these tracking bracelets that they cannot remove. <laughs> I know it was like, it was like competition arrest. Yeah. Like they were on food contest arrest. Yeah. I was like, man, this is a lot. When she said that bracelet was waterproof, I was like, okay. They're really, they're really going yeah. for it with this. Yeah. I mean, I have to tell you guys, when I went to the, to the Hallmark, um, um, thing in Memphis, they gave us like a plastic one. It was plastic uh-huh. specifically so that you didn't, you had the, ex- you didn't have the excuse about the shower. Cause they said, if this is removed or if it looks tampered with in any way, like it's been moved from another person to you, you will not be allowed in. And they were like, they were like, you can be no cut mark. There can be nothing. You after this <laughs> on, you cannot remove it. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> so these people are real serious about this stuff. It's real. That's more intense than D 23. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah, oh yeah yeah i mean d23 yeah, cost like crazy. a bajillion no it was crazy i was like oh my gosh okay do not remove it even my dad's like be careful you know you always mess this stuff up to my mom i was like oh my god okay this is like life yeah, and death d- serious d23 you just have like a lanyard with your like oh my god just yeah. scan in yeah that's so shocking i know it's so expensive i can't believe it's just yeah. a lanyard wow yeah and then I think maybe for like a special event or something, they give you a, but it's just like paper. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not that unrealistic after all then. Yeah, wow. there you go. <laughs> it was wow. funny to me. And it, 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 you also, you've got to have in this kind of screwball comedy, you have to have that moment where the, where the one person says, I could never be with a liar. I can never be with somebody who lies. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there's the whole scene where the station, the power goes out and oh, yeah. you have, uh, I think his name was Etienne or whatever. You have this, you have the bad guy. He sabotages everything. And <laughs> like he... a true French villain. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> He might as well have been like twisting the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he gets disqualified, but then uh Fancy Chef, he <coughs> they don't get they don't get disqualified. Oh, I guess it's it's uh Diner <laughs> Chef. He doesn't get disqualified because he signed his name Jay instead of his full name. So they get him out with a technicality because he didn't technically lie because he just put Jay. <laughs> Jay Northrop or whatever it was. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. That was funny to me. And I mean, they, they, they have the rules. So they have this impenetrable bracelet, but it's like, she signs Jay. <laughs> right. No one like checked his signature yet. They've got them yeah. on house arrest. Interesting. Well, and they're really mad at her for letting this happen. And I'm like, how on earth could she have possibly known I know. that this was going to happen? I mean, she, <laughs> she's going to, she's going to have the foresight, the idea that, that the brothers are, that there's a twin and the brothers are switching places. And like, it's crazy. So I thought that was <laughs> interesting. I mean, not much of a scandal there. And so then at the end, the boys cook side by side and they make baked Alaska. It's very charming. And then you see two months later, 
and she's there at the restaurant. It's the new restaurant. It's called J and J Northrop. It's very <laughs> fancy and everything of course turns out for the best. So yeah, this one was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I would give it 3.5 crowns. Uh, what about you, Anne? I would say 3.25. And what about you, Dory? I would also say 3.5. Okay. Now we have It Was Always You. And this movie, if people want to hear a true love fest for this movie, uh, Cammy and Caroline and Carrie did a whole episode just recapping this movie because they loved it so much. So we'll put a link down in the description. You can check out their uh, full hour long <laughs> episode on it. Uh, so this movie stars Tyler Hines, Aaron Krakow, Giles Panton, Alicia Rotaro, Paula Shaw, and Nelson Wong huge great cast and uh it's uh directed by michael robson and it's elizabeth's engagement plans are thrown into disarray when her fiance's free-spirited brother david returns home david's unexpected influence prompts elizabeth to question her life decisions so this movie (laughs) i i i didn't hate it it was okay for me but I had some issues. I did not love it as much as our friends that did the special episode. Uh, and I'll go into it a little bit more. Uh, but Dory, what was your overall thoughts about it? Um, It was okay. I also didn't really love it. I just felt like it was very basic. Like mm-hmm. it was your basic, we're planning this thing mm-hmm. movie, you know, like, they did all of the stuff, the registering, the cake tasting, you know, it just felt like the thing we've seen a bunch yeah. of times. And um, I really like Tyler Hines, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's very cute and he was very mm-hmm. cute in this movie and he knows how to wear a sweater, uh, which I appreciate. Hey. <laughs> And, but I mean, it just felt like very basic to me, which I, you know, there had been a lot of hype about this movie. And it, like you said, it had like an all-star Hallmark cast. So I wanted a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but I didn't hate it. It was okay. Yeah. So, Anne, what about you? What'd you think overall? Um, uh, from what Dory said, I think I liked it more than she did, but, um, I definitely thought, (laughs) I definitely thought it had its, um, its issues. Um, it's so funny. I was just thinking that I was thinking this is the most risque movie. And then I'm thinking, wait, the one we just talked about was more risque than this because he was actually married. So these are both just two risque, um, Hallmark movies here. Um, that's not my favorite that she's falling for her brother's, um, her, you know, her brother, not her brother, but you know, her fiance's, her fiance's brother. brother. Yeah. And uh, that's not my favorite storyline, but I, I thought they had good chemistry. Um, I like the swoonworthy dancing scenes. Um, mm-hmm. I like the idea of, um, of kind of pushing someone outside their comfort zone to an extent. Um, I think he kind of pushed it sometimes too much um but i think it like like she like like she said i want to travel if she said like it's something she wants to do but she hasn't okay encourage her to do it but don't try to make her change things that she likes 
Right. If it's like, oh, I've always wanted to try yeah. this food. Oh, well, let's try this food. You know, like if it's something she wants to do but hasn't done, I'm all for the encouragement to do it. But if you're trying to change the kind of things that she likes and the kind of, I just don't really like yeah. that. Just because I feel like they're talking to me because I'm very simplistic in the things I like and maybe I'm just offended. But I just didn't, yeah. I thought he kind of pushed it a little much when they were in the store, um, kind of dissuading I... her taste. I agree. We're going to talk about that for sure. Uh, yeah, my favorite part about this movie for sure was the relationship between Eugene and Louise because I thought Aww. that was so sweet. That's sweet. <laughs> I like. I wish that we could have had the whole movie about them. <laughs> Nothing about other people. They were so cute. I loved them, and their wedding at the end was so cute. And I, I could have, I really could have had a whole movie just about them. I thought they were so, so great. I know, and we got to see we got to see a real uh, revolution of that relationship or evolution, Mm -hmm. I should say, because she would not give him the time of day really at the beginning, and then by the end, she was like, "Actually, he's really nice." Yeah, (laughs) and I don't know why Nelson Wong seems to always be playing delivery people of some sort. I know, I thought that too. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I feel like I've seen him in that blue jacket, like. a million times but i just loved the two of them together and uh the how thoughtful they were and yeah once she kind of let her guard down they were just they were very cute so that was my favorite part of the movie um so they they're going up to visit his family they're both dentists together and she is kind of pushing him like we should do this six week trip to peru for the honeymoon and for somebody that's not super adventurous that's probably a big ask like why don't you say let's like get a cottage by the beach for two weeks or you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. baby steps (laughs) 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 like baby steps to zip lining in peru for six weeks (laughs) is what i would say because i would be like oh i don't know there's like well and it also doesn't it didn't really feel like she kind of brought it up and he shot her down and that was the end of the conversation. And I was yeah. like, if this is something you really want, like that has to be a more extensive conversation and it has to be something you bring up more than once. You know what I'm saying? Like it just felt, yeah. I don't know. She was just, it seemed like she was kind of like, well, I tried. And I'm like, but did you? Because you didn't really have a conversation. You You just kind of, you both just kind of moved on and that seemed like the story of their relationship it was just like every time there was an uncomfortable discussion to be had they'd be like nah moving on yeah yeah and six weeks is a long time that is a long time how could she afford (laughs) this doesn't she have have, you know loans medical school loans and so she can't she can't go on six weeks (laughs) on (laughs) That's exactly what he was saying. He was like, we can't leave our clients as long. Right. He was like, I can't leave the business that we share together for six weeks. (laughs) I mean, my parents, their honeymoon, they, well, first of all, they went to Las Vegas, which is really hilarious because my mother hates Las Vegas. And, uh, and then they like went camping for a couple days. I mean, (laughs) that's cute when, when you're uh, young and in love you gotta you just you know you make it work yeah. but 
So then they go, and evidently there's only one restaurant in this town that they go to. They're in Seattle, yeah. for goodness sakes, which is like one of the, the peak gourmet food towns. It's like a huge foodie town, Seattle. And they, they're, they're in Seattle, but there's evidently the, only this one restaurant. And they only will serve oysters and pie. And if you don't eat the oysters, then you can't eat the pie. That was this so was- terrible to me. I'm like, let people what? eat pie just for the love of pie. Like, what? Like, I hate oysters. I'm like, do not make me eat 20 oysters. <laughs> so I will cry. You'll cry and puke. Like, yeah, that's, that's asking a lot of people. And also, you're just turning away people's money. Like, yeah, we'd rather not serve you a thing yeah. than to just let you pay five dollars for some pie i can't it was like some kind of fraternity or something it like was that weird. Yeah. <laughs> really weird. and like the pie i have never seen lemon pie that that high before the that meringue was a big piece of pie yeah the meringue was so high yeah that was a big i've never seen a key lime pie that large ever mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> So the whole idea is that they were neighbors growing up, lived across the street. And uh, so she evidently had maybe kind of a troubled home. She would go over to their house and she would love being at their house. And and so you have the, in the introduction of David and he's supposed to be this like bohemian guy. And of course, Tyler Hines is amazing. But he started off with me on the wrong foot to begin with when he wakes everyone up at 2 a.m blasting his music and he's like i'm on tibet time or whatever and i'm like i would be so angry (laughs) (laughs) because it is so hard for me to get to sleep i struggle i have insomnia i struggle getting to sleep if someone wakes me up and disrupts my rem cycle that is that is very upsetting (laughs) said about that and so that was like so rude (laughs) i know also like so mad is it a thing that free spirits do like to be completely inconsiderate and disturb an entire household like that doesn't read as no free spirit to me that reads as jerk and i agree with you i was not feeling that would be so mad it was stupid he's not a kid it was a weird way to introduce the character because i mean it's not like i don't know maybe if he was like eating weird food or i don't know just doing something else that's just about him but the fact that he would be so careless about other people was a very strange way to introduce the character i thought and so then basically what happens is they get a call and George ends up going back to do a surgery or whatever. And he ends up getting stuck across the bridge. So he can't be there. <laughs> and of course. So, of course. And so then David ends up helping her to plan the wedding. And like Anne said, the, the my main problem with this film was I felt like he just mansplained the heck out of everything to her. Every single choice that she made had to be corrected and modified and wasn't good enough and wasn't right. And again, like Anne said, that it's one thing if it's something that she's not doing that she wants to do, but like selecting white plates is completely valid and like actually quite smart and functional because you can use them year round. 
for any holiday or celebration. You can use white plates. And why anybody would want to buy those like weird tchotchkes that he's trying to get her to buy that like serve no purpose. Like, why does she want some weird pig statue in her house? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Disagree. I love pigs. <laughs> <laughs> I love pigs. They're my favorite animal. And at that part, I was like, you know what? I would totally buy five of the pigs. Oh, like so they are funny. so cute. Gold with their little wings. Come on. Disagree. Hard disagree. <laughs> I loved the pigs. They were the you best thing in the there. Pigs. They were the best I, thing in there. I I was just like, but it's just something to collect dust. Like I would not want that. Never. Never. No. I would take care of those pigs. I'm telling you. I love <laughs> them. Well, now I know whenever Dory gets engaged, I would know now to buy weird pigs. Yes. Weird pig, weird pig statues for my kitchen. Listen, I have so much pig stuff in my apartment you guys have no idea like i'm looking we really don't. I, I am looking right now at a pig um ice cream scoop and a pig can opener and oh, a pig sponge holder people always get me pigs because they know i love them so that's funny that resonated with me but had it been literally any other animal i would have been like ew that's stupid <laughs> Yeah, pretend it's crocodile statues. Yeah, I'd be like, come on, why do you need that? But a pig, that's different. Yeah, well, and it, but it was that way with everything. So the she wanted vanilla cake. Oh, you can't have vanilla cake. You have to have some weird cake, which I take offense to because I love vanilla everything. Vanilla cake, vanilla ice cream. I did not like that. Never shame someone for liking vanilla. It's the superior flavor. She's a doctor. And a professional, she can like whatever she wants to like and select yeah. out her plates that she wants. I was. I agree. <laughs> it's, it's not like she's a teenager. She's a grown woman and doctor. Who's been like, assumingly, she's been making her own choices for many years. So I, I, I was pretty irritated with him. And I, I, I don't know. And. But then they did have some nice scenes, like you were saying, with the dancing. Mm -hmm. The breakup was actually, I thought, really well done. And uh, George was just winning points for me all over the place. Uh, They they have them dancing to How Do I Live? And I guess somebody on Twitter was saying it wasn't Leanne Rimes. I guess it was the Trisha Yearwood version. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't realize that at first, but I was like, oh, that's interesting, you know, because he was in the movie with Leanne Rimes. Um, but that was a good scene. And I have to say, I, I love, like love how they handled the end of this movie. I thought it was, I thought the end of this movie was perfect. It was the best. And totally agree. And best part. I love that she didn't immediately end up with the brother like yeah. going from one brother to another because that would have been super Dang. gross and weird. I love that she made the call to end things. I love that she decided that she was going to go and do her traveling yes. for six yes. months, whatever, by herself. Yeah. by herself, exactly. And that she didn't need, you know, the whole movie where he's trying to like tell her how to live her life. She did her own thing. And I loved that. Yeah. Thought plus it was they perfect. Had the, plus they had George and, uh, um, I mean, they had um, 
Eugene and Louise's wedding, which was so cute. It was very cute. And I also loved how the end, the last scene of the movie with them in the treehouse, I thought that was a really cute scene too. Yeah, I so that. I really like, and I didn't talk about this when we talked about um, the Mediterranean movie, but I liked the end of that too, where he gave her time. He was like, I'm going to give you your two months. Mm-hmm. Um to figure out if this is something you want. And I really like that. Like, I really yeah. like when women are given the time and space to come to decisions on their own and to live their lives and to do their own thing. And if it's meant to be, they'll come back together. I'm a firm believer in that. And I really liked that, that ending. I like that in both movies. And I think that's kind of different for Hallmark. Like we don't always see that with these movies. Mm-hmm. So I like, yeah, if that's a Change new direction it. they're going in, I'm yeah. really feeling it. I also liked whenever they were being all cuddly and watching uh, movies or the dating show uh, that she wanted to watch. That was really cute. And yeah, the, the, the only thing with the treehouse cause that treehouse was amazing, oh my God. but I would definitely build in a staircase of some kind. Oh like my that gosh, rope yeah. ladder. <laughs> that was crazy yeah i I would have some kind of wooden ladder or something like yeah at least have a wooden ladder i mean come on that was just too hard that was crazy i was also laughing at him playing his guitar in the treehouse like with his leg dangling like trying to look so cool and i was like i know you're going for like cool guy here but you look ridiculous you're in a treehouse just play, just strumming your strumming your guitar. I was like, all right, come on. But I think after this, we need a Hallmark movie with a swoon-worthy dentist. Do we? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> I think we do. I think we Wait, do. Has there ever been anyone else who's been a dentist? Um, I was thinking when I saw that, I was like, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen another female dentist. But maybe I just haven't seen. The- the movie that I th- was thinking of the whole time I was watching this movie was the, I think it was called Bridal Wave. I was thinking that too. Uh, Wasn't he a With dentist? Andrew Walker. Oh, I, I think, remember he I was, a was a plastic surgeon. Plastic surgeon. Oh, but they work okay. together. A very similar plot. Yeah. They're both, they both work together in the doctor's office. They're, she's going to get married. They go. And then you've got the free spirited Andrew Walker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, I, I probably prefer that one over this, but I still, it was okay. I would give it three crowns. What about you, Dory? I would give it two and a half based solely on the last 10 minutes. Those were yeah. stellar. Loved them. Mm-hmm. Loved yeah. it. What about you, Anne? I would say 3.75. Oh, okay. Good. I'm higher. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So fit for Prince is our last one. And so this (laughs) movie, (laughs) we, we just talked for just a second about the bonkers poster. What in the world? Dory? Yes. You know about the poster. (laughs) Well, I have to say like, as usual, I'm blaming Rachel for something. I'm blaming her. For the fact (laughs) that I did not watch this movie because she sent me the poster and I was like, I'm not watching this. (laughs) Because it looks like a joke. 
It looks, <laughs> thank you, Anne. They made it look like a freaking joke. I was like, I'm not it watching this. Did. Like, this looks so stupid. <laughs> it was it really, really it reminded bad. me of when on Seinfeld, when they would go to the movies on Seinfeld, they'd always have these pictures, these poster, fake posters. And it would be for, there's one where she wants to get into sack lunch. And it's this picture of all these people in, there's like a lunch sack. I don't know. And, uh, but she ends up having to see the English patient instead. And she hates it. Elaine hates it so much. And she was like, I just want to go to sack lunch. And no, I <laughs> still that. That. <laughs> And they, I don't know, they would always have ridiculous, uh, fake posters. And it kind of, it reminded me of that, but it was real. It was a real poster. And I guess they were trying to do like Devil Wears Prada meets Cinderella in the poster because there's a you know oh, shoe gosh, in the yeah. Devil Wears Prada poster. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> there's not a pink shoe in this entire movie, first yeah, of all. Yeah, no. <laughs> and it just looked so weird and ridiculous. And yeah, it was a, a big fail. But nevertheless, it stars Natalie Hall and Jonathan Keltz and directed by maria gabriaca and writer t booker jones and it's cindy is an aspiring fashion designer whose talents have been the creative force behind a high profile designer but longs to strike out on her own hired to dress the ladies of a wealthy family hosting an upcoming charity ball Cindy's life takes an unexpected turn when Prince Ronan in town to attend the gala becomes smitten with her and also takes note of her talent for design. So, Anne, overall, what do you think of this one? Okay, my first question is, is this an acquisition? This is an acquisition, correct? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so mm-hmm. for an acquisition, I maybe that's not the right way to talk about it, but <laughs> for an acquisition, I definitely like it a lot better than other acquisitions compared yeah. to regular movies. Definitely not as good, but but I liked it. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was okay. I I like Natalie, and um, yeah. I thought it had some cute moments, and that he was certainly smitten with her, which was um kind of sweet and cute. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I yeah. I I didn't okay. mind watching it. But yeah. I would never, I would, ne- you will never hear me say that this is a quality film. Yeah. But it was something to watch on a Saturday, I guess. Um, I've certainly seen worse, that's for sure. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> um, the, I say, they, they have her working for this designer person, and they basically have, it's like a giant sweatshop. These people who are what? working. Oh, yeah. Rachel. Like, what? No, I'm totally serious. These people what? who are working for this woman, they are like, they're working day and night. They're working hard. And, they're, and she's trying to get them to have like one day off. And the, the lady's like, no, you can't have a day off. Uh, because they got to make more dresses for these people. And they're like, they haven't had a day off in like a month, like months or whatever. And I'm thinking, this is not legal. You can't do this. I know it's made in Canada and they have different laws there, but you can't have a switch. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. This sounds ridiculous. (laughs) But uh, uh, what did you think of sort of the, the, all the catty women, Anne? 
that yeah i was like you know this is exactly what you expect from a royal movie yeah you know the 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 mom wants him to be with this one and all you know they all of course want to be with him because he's you know royalty and i mean i thought it was to be expected i wasn't you know surprised but i was like oh here we go you know catty women uh all trying to claw for him so yeah yeah and I love Natalie Hall and it, she's so sweet. Uh, but I think if you're going to watch a Natalie Hall princess movie, I think her legit Hallmark movie, a winter princess is better oh, than yes, this. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. We did. We had her, we just watched it in January for our patron uh, watch along with Natalie. And we really do love her. And she's very sweet in this. And, uh, and she's working very, very hard. She's not getting the credit. But he he was pretty swoon worthy, I think, and he was just so obviously smitten with her from yeah. the very beginning, and uh, making excuses of when he can be with her and see her. And overall, what did you think of the fashion, Anne? Did you think the dresses were pretty? Um, the ones that she made. Yeah. Um, I thought they were okay. I more I liked more of the floral stuff she was actually wearing, um, mm-hmm. just as my personal preference. But um, but I thought the stuff that she made was was okay. Yeah, uh, and there there were times when I I wondered if it was originally going to be a Christmas movie because there was a lot of green and reds going on. Uh, and that's uh, interesting. And, yeah, and then there's one point where all where a whole bunch of the dresses get covered in uh oh. chocolate in the chocolate fountain and that was that was pretty sad but i i didn't understand why she didn't just take them to dry cleaners yeah i wondered that too i was like okay yeah i got all over it but couldn't you at least try to do that instead of make yeah. like six new dresses overnight yeah. which is literally wait like a minute. being in a sweatshop wait 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 back it all, all the way up <laughs> back it all the way up <laughs> there was that a was chocolate crazy. fountain Yes, there was an incident with the chocolate fountain. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the dresses all get, they get pushed over and they all get covered in the chocolate fountain. So then she has to make six new dresses overnight. Overnight? Yeah. Yeah. In like 10 hours. So the prince guy helps her. And I'm sorry, in the sweatshop? (laughs) Yes. With all the other workers. Like he's he's behind a sewing machine, like helping out. Yeah. And there's like 10 or so other women who are just like nameless. We don't get to know that are your, that are your sweatshop workers. (laughs) It's very, yeah, the work environment is very cruel. It's like pretty bad. (laughs) Like this is not good. I'm blown away right now. Like I have to watch this movie now, Dory. (laughs) I mean. I have reconvinced you. I know. There, I only know one thing for sure, and that's that this movie will in no way be more entertaining than listening to you guys. <laughs> that's true. That's- like then- what? So what? He goes well, to the sweatshop to help her, a prince. Yes, yes. he was smitten with and, her for real. Like, and he really she falls was. asleep on his shoulder, which was cute. Oh yeah, oh, I liked cute. that. That was cute. Um, they also have a scene where they almost kiss. But then the sprinklers go on. And I'm like, man, I'm kissing the prince. Sprinklers are not. Yeah. Let the sprinklers. Yeah. Let the, let the water flow. (laughs) (laughs) And there's also a scene where the, the, the mean girls convince her that they're having a casual party instead of a formal party. Yeah. Yeah. So she shows up in a, uh, in a, basically a t-shirt and jeans. 
to this party. And I'm thinking if it's a royal, even casual party, I'm probably at least wearing a dress of some kind. Yeah, like a casual dress at least. Yeah. yeah. Especially if she's a designer. Like. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, but nevertheless, she, uh, they're trying to embarrass her, but she doesn't let uh, let that embarrass her. And so uh they have some nice dancing scenes in this uh her final dress is this kind of uh cobalt blue sparkly dress that i thought was very pretty mm-hmm. and that she looked very good in and uh she finally gets the credit for from the from the designer lady uh i think her name was rebecca at the end the prince makes her acknowledge that it was actually her designs and and uh so i guess that's a good moment and they had pretty good chemistry i have to say i think think uh, they they had pretty good chemistry and but yeah it was a pretty bonkers movie it sounds like it i'm gonna have to go back and watch it now you have to yeah yeah and then just tell (laughs) us what you think about everything i'll let you guys know But, but i mean but Anne, <laughs> you've made you've made me want to watch it more than I did Intrigue. before, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, the sweatshop employees are treated better under uh, Natalie's character than under her <laughs> other lady. Wait, she takes <laughs> over? Uh, well, I, I, or she's starting her own. I can't remember. Uh, <gasps> Please own. don't start yeah, your I own think sweatshop, girl. <laughs> I think she's starting her own business. <laughs> Let's hope that she has but, just a couple employees that she treats very well. Yeah. Yes. So, uh what would you give this one, Anne? Um okay, it's definitely better than Beverly Hills wedding cuz I was not depressed. <laughs> so, uh I was amused. Um so like 2.5? Yeah, I actually agree. I'd also give it a 2.5 just for for Natalie and for there were some cute scenes and uh, the chemistry, but yeah, this definitely, <laughs> it's not the best. I love um, what Anne said. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't depress me. So, <laughs> so it deserves better than that. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good bar to have. But... The bar is on the floor. It yeah, didn't depress me. It's low. Everybody so, else wedding. That movie is, oh my God. Yeah. yeah that was rough. It was really bad. <laughs> Well, so my favorite was playing Keep It out of all these. Me too. My favorite was uh, Mixed Up in the Mediterranean, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did love playing Keep It too. They were both, they were probably tied for me. They're both great. Mm-hmm. So very good. Well, thank you so much for coming and talking about these films. This was really fun. It's always a great time having both of you on. And Dory, where can people find you? You can find me at All the Feels Pod on Twitter, on Facebook, and All the Feels Podcast wherever you download your podcasts. And Anne, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AWScott21. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So make sure to check that out. And I have weekly family movie nights where you could have seen Playing Cupid reviewed on there. So check that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast, the Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast 
all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our merch store, which has tons of fun uh, designs. And then we have our patron group, which you can have cool experiences where you get to uh, get to hear from content makers and talent and hear the behind the scenes of these films. Like we had Natalie Hall and we are having this month. We are having Paul Campbell as our patron watch along guest. And so that's going to be so much fun on the 27th. So it's only $2 a month to join. You definitely check it out. We would really appreciate it. And thanks so much, everybody. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone.